Hey all, it's Paul from Drums and Rums, where the backbeats meets the spirits, episode 73. Tonight we're here at the Twisted Tuna in Jupiter, Florida, and with my guest is a fellow South Floridian. If you're looking for a strong and true Florida rum, this is the podcast for you. I'd like to welcome to the podcast Chris Hall of Knox and Dunn Rum. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, Paul. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I'm really glad we got a chance to to catch up as we were talking earlier about. Uh, I I happened to catch they caught my eye when I was in a liquor store here in uh, just down the road and saw the bottle and I said it intrigued me and said, okay, I haven't something new. No, no, let's give it a shot and and I was pleasantly surprised. Well, thanks. Um we're uh you know we're new to we're new to florida uh i mean we launched in april we started making rum here in florida a few years ago and actually uh we think florida rum is you know is a is an untapped uh, opportunity we think that you can make really great rum here um, and we want to bring it to the world. So we spent a couple years making sure we got everything right, selling it in northern markets. And then in April, we, we brought the rum home. And I'm glad you found it because we're, you know, we're now in about, I want to say, 30 uh, liquor stores up and down uh, the West Coast, Palm Beach County and uh, Treasure Coast. We're in Miami now. We met at that Miami rum show. Yep. And uh, we're working our way west. So, but you can get you can get it anywhere in the. In, you, you can order it online. Uh, there's two stores, one in Michigan and one in um, here in uh, in Florida that will send it anywhere to the U.S. So if you're listening from anywhere else other than uh, Florida or Michigan. You can order us online on our website. Great. So, so check it out. So that's Knox and A N D Dunn D U N N N O X X A N D D U N N dot com. Excellent. So the as as you mentioned there, we had a uh, we had 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 talked a little bit before the festival and actually met at the festival, and that was the first time you you guys were at the uh, the Miami Renaissance. But how 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 did you think it turned out? Oh, we loved it. I mean, we uh, we were really excited um, to get to the festival. We we'd wanted to do it in the you know in years when we weren't quite ready, but we 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 wanted to wait. Um, and uh, and had a great time. It was and it was a unique. It was interesting for us because a lot of the things we do are, are you know pure wine and spirits festivals, beer and wine festivals and spirits, and we do really well at them. We get the, we have the biggest lines. People are excited here in Florida about a about a Florida rum, a Florida product. Uh, you know rum 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 drinkers, but also bourbon and, and you know and tequila and. Uh, and vodka drinkers, so we were. We wanted to see how we would do with, you know, pure rum enthusiasts. Right. You know, and we were, we were, you know, and we're happy. We were happy with the result. I think, you know, I think, you know, the rum enthusiasts have embraced the product. It's it's a nice, clean, dry, um, a little bit unexpected right. uh, taste profile, but but people are, are enjoying it. So and and so as as we were talking earlier this evening about oh there goes the train go by. Uh, 
It's always going right. It's either the train or the or the bridges. Yep. Here, that's you can't hear the bridges though, right? The, the joys of uh, living in Florida at nighttime. The, the train and the bri- right the bridges every half hour and it goes up. Um, but yeah, I think that's that was an important. We were talking earlier about how you know taking it to those who maybe are novice or not as versed in rum and then taken into the festival where it's nothing but you know rum folks yeah well and you know and it's important to us i mean we all have uh you know we we come from sort of pretty storied rum backgrounds uh all of our team uh came from appleton estate you know we know uh, you know we know quality rum we know what rum lovers are looking for and we wanted to bring something, you know, that would open the door to rum. For that's our that's 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 our idea. So, again, like, you know, we we've had some favorable reviews from rum bloggers, um, but this is the first big rum only show that we went to, and we just wanted to, you know, we want to know what those those people think because it's important. You know, I think. Um, you know, Florida rum is a is a new idea, despite the fact that it, it right, might, we, all the sugar that, that's that there's right. more you know there's more sugar cane here than anywhere, um, and uh, we just you know we, we we just couldn't be happier. I think right. between the rum festival and the tiki people that we've met along the along the way uh, that are starting to brace it, we, we you we, you know we've met some great people. Right here in Jupiter, the folks at Pleasure Tiki have introduced us to a bunch of, you know, great people, um, and and the and the people at the Rum Festival were amazing, right. and the and the and, you know, in, in fact, some people that we've met throughout this whole Tiki culture, we got to see again at the festival. So we're we're certainly happy, and we're going to be there again. We want to become a mainstay of that, right? You know, and and that's I think, um, and I'm, I might have this wrong, but. I don't. I think California is the leading rum-consuming state, or I don't know. I don't think it's Florida, though. Uh, I think well, it's a it, California. Florida is one of them. Right. You know, uh, Massachusetts. Believe it or not, like mm. I mean, you know, if you're on the if you're on the ocean, yeah, you're a rum. Right. You know, you're a rum state. Uh, having said that, you know, there's a. I, I mean, I might mess this up. So, you know, if your followers look this up, like Wisconsin is also uh, a big rum, a rum um, uh, a state area. But, yeah. But, you know, um, and, you know, but but California, I think it's just by sheer volume of people. Like if if, you know, they're just a little bit bigger state than Florida. That's so true. I think Florida is probably number two rum consuming state. Right. And yeah. with with good reason, right? Because all the you know the the Caribbean and, and you know and you know and, and Cuba or the Cuban influence, right? Um, so it's great. I think with that being said, that there's such a um, you know birth or and I don't mean birth like it just happened yesterday, but it's been coming for a while now. Florida made rum. It's it's really. You know, there's a lot, and it's, and it's there's you know room for everybody. You know, because there's a different you know. Yeah, I mean, I think again, like you know, we're excited because we're making rum here in Florida, all Florida sugarcane. You know, distilled and aged. You know, in Central Florida, um, 
and we're telling that story. I mean, I, I think, you know, and uh, you uh, look, who would have thought 15 years ago you'd be talking about Texas vodka, right? <laughs> you know, and yeah, we think right. we can, we can, you know, we can sort of carve out the same ground for Florida rum. And there's lots of sugarcane here to do it. Right, right. You know, so that's, you know, that's where, and, and then, you know, and we're, you know, and, and we're looking inward towards this in into the state rather out of the state we're not you know we're not relying on sort of caribbean or, or old rum tropes we're, we're we're creating sort of a new look awesome. a new you know which is which is sort of i think the fundamentals of that rum renaissance festival like it, it's all about a, a rebirth or you know it because it is a rebirth of rum you know, rum was the big American spirit when America started. Right. You know, a lot of like, right. A lot of people don't think that. Right. A lot of people don't know that. Right. right. Like you know, like I mean, there's a storied history of rum. I listened to some of that on one of your podcasts, and um, it kind of got put put aside for a lot of reasons. Right. Um, and uh, we're just, you know, we're just trying to. You know, from our experience in the rum business with 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 Caribbean rum, with Appleton, and, and you know, and the hurdles that you that you that you go through to sort of get people to try like a premium spirit, you know, we thought, you know what, let's do it this way, right? You know, let's talk about Florida, let's talk about America, let's talk about about you know, uh, proper aging and blending. And I and I think that's and as you mentioned, right, rum's been around the the United States many many goes way back and even um, some of the resurgence even in the UK about rum is happening that used to be just very similar uh, from my understanding and I think that you know Florida based you know it's made here it's you know again I, I think some of the you know we're I, I think it's a neat thing that it's a homemade product and, and so forth so you you talked to you've been talking a little bit about Appleton so you you used to work for Appleton or Ray nephew so what it what did what were you doing working so I know? worked for I would you know I you know my background is you know advertising I was in you know marketing advertising branding and I did branding and, and marketing and advertising for Appleton for I don't know like six or eight years and um, got to know their business got to know the struggles or, or not, I shouldn't say struggles because everybody's doing all right uh, the challenges the challenges to sort of give rum um, you know properly made rum um, it's it's light you know and um, you know uh, I don't like several years ago we got the opportunity to try and do it ourselves so um, uh, one of the former blenders uh, named Michael Delavante they call him the rum doctor um, google it um, he uh, he was retired but he wasn't ready to retire so you know I like to say he retired to Florida rum um, and uh we were ta- we we were tasting rum about the, you know trying coming up with this project and 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 this you know he been he'd been working with a distillery since the seventies he built some stills there um, you know so we partnered up with them 
and, and started, uh, you know, bringing, you know, strong and true Florida rum. Not mixing, you're not using, you know, a lot of, a lot of rum made down here is used in other stuff that you don't even know about, you know, and, um, and even some of the rum that you're making down here, you, you know, it, it leans away from Florida rather towards it, you know, Caribbean style, you know, because there's a romanticism about the Caribbean. And, and rightly so, right? Like it's, you know, it is sort of, you know, when you think about rum, you think about Caribbean and South America. Right, right. We're just trying to sort of, um, we're just trying to add, um, um, you know, uh, the U.S., Florida into the mix. We like to, you know, in some some ways we, we say it's the, um, you know, like everybody has a cousin in Florida in the Caribbean. <laughs> And so, you know, this is, you know, this is the, the this is the cousin, the cousin in Florida or the, and it's the cousin to to Kentucky, um, uh, bourbon. Kentucky bourbon, right. Tennessee whiskey. It's the Florida cousin. Yeah. So the so we talked about the so the rum here is the it's aged in American oak barrels. So how long does it age for? Well, we select rums. Hey, dude. Uh, shout out to Twisted Tuna and Garrett yeah. Yeah. for letting us be here because he's the man. He, this is the, by the way, Twisted Tuna is the is the is the is the is the, is the nexus of Knox Dunn in Florida. This is the first bar that we got in, uh, and now we're in several other ones. So if you're in the area or coming in the area, you got to come here. But back to the aging thing. Um, you know, our original blend is a, a blend of uh, a rums aged uh, between two, two and four and five years. Okay. In fact, when we first named the brand, we called it Knox and Dunn 245 Florida Rum, uh, which, you know, in some of the markets that we were testing things out were, got a little confusing. The store, the real story of the, of the liquid is the fact that we don't add anything to it. You know, it's it, you know all the flavor you're getting is coming straight from the barrel. Mm-hmm. So um, now, you know, when we launched here in Florida, it's called Knox and Dunn Straight Barrel Florida Rum. Um, that blends changes depends on the barrels, but you know, um, but we're pretty, you know, um, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty adherent to making sure we don't have to to um, uh, do anything to the liquid to mm-hmm. do what we want with it. Right. Meaning we don't, if it comes out lighter, uh, that's just the way it goes. Or we blend, or, you know, or we blend it to light, uh, we blend it with, with, you know, aged spirit rather than some of the things that you, you know, that you can do to, to do. Right. To, to, to achieve your result. And some of that's just a, the natural effect and you just let it do its thing. And, well, we got a great right. blender, yeah. you know. Like yeah. so, we 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 like to say it's 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 um, uh, uh, perfectly aged and expertly blend blended. There you go. You know. So the um, so where'd the name come from? Well, well it's, it's kind of a cool story. Um, well, I guess it, it depends on what you think is cool. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we obviously wanted to have uh, a nod towards Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also wanted to have, you know, a relative, uh, you know, kind of a, sort of a beefy American name like Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, Levi Strauss, Harley Davidson. So whenever we developed 
a name and we're putting it against the wall, it had to stand in line with all those brands. We wanted to, because we wanted to highlight the American roots. So um, the rum is from Polk County, Florida, which is um, uh, named after James Knox Polk, the president of the time. Uh, and, the, and the very first governor of Florida, when Florida became uh, part of the Union in 1845, was um, William Dunn Mosley. So that's what that's what that's what Knox and that, so Knox that's what Knox and Dunn are. They're the middle names of the president and the first governor of Florida. Now we, you know, uh, properly it's K N O X for for uh, James Knox Polk. It's a little bit of uh, so, you know. We were looking at it. There was some things that we didn't like about about the K and D and mm-hmm. and Knox. I mean, in all honesty, there was some trademarky things mm-hmm. that we we would have had to jump through. We probably could have, but right. um, Douglas, uh, one of the other guys on the team, also former Appleton, he goes, well, "What if we did this and we dropped the K and add the X?" The double X, double N look look great. Um, There's some symmetry, right? A, you, yeah. Design-wise, yeah, you right. know, it, 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 there was some symmetry. Yeah. And also, it just had... It was... You know, it's it just you know. I like to say there's there's a little bit you know there's 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 a nod towards history, but there's also a little bit of Hagendoss in it, because as you know, Hagendoss doesn't mean anything, but we all think it means something. You know, so that's kind of where the brand. That's the sort of the and in a in a um, in a kind of I guess serendipitously. Those two guys actually were friends. They went to college together in the Carolinas somewhere. Hmm. We found that out later through Wikipedia. So it, yeah. it has that kind of double-barreled American name with a little bit of hit, with a, with a, a, the right amount of history, but an equal amount of creative license. Right. Now, how did you end up with the uh, the coloring or for the brand? Well, it's interesting because if I show you a, a, a bottle from our first iteration it's not as you know there was there was many colors i mean we wanted orange you know orange florida right you know, sunshine. home of right home of the oranges home, yeah. right yeah um but there was layers of color and even some foiling on the brand that that um you know in our initial um you know, in the initial kind of, uh, it, it 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 almost took away from what was in the bottle. Like it got, it was too busy. So we we just decided to kind of when we simplified it to straight barrel, we also simplified it just to the colors. Hmm. You know, orange and black. Right. Um, it f- feels more. It's it's more in what it it's more representative to what it, what's inside the bottle. Um, our our old label had. One of those tack straps, so you could see the cork. And, okay. And people were actually thinking that it was sweeter. Like our, some of our, some of our kind of market testing was that they were. It wasn't as, um, but it wasn't as approachable as we, as you know, as it is now. Okay. Believe it or not. And and as and as like I said, it caught my eye. You know, again, that coloring. You know, a orange on black 
on the bottle, you know, walking down the aisle of, you know, you know, um, you know, it wasn't in a total wine, but still where there's a lot, but still it stood out amongst that and many shelves. Of we're stuff real right happy there. with the way it sits on yeah. the shelf. Um, we're, we're especially happy when it sits, you know, kind of in between the rum aisle and into the whiskey aisle mm. because because each one are going to kind of pick it up. Right, right. Um, but yeah, like again, like our, our, you know, our recipes, or sorry, our, our, our blend is so simple. Um, th- we had a complicated label, which ended up complicating things. <laughs> and now we don't. And now we have it's, a, you know, we have a nice tight, you it's know. clean. Uh, we're right. really proud of, of, of the work we've done. And that's why we... That's why we kind of explored these other markets that knew Florida, that loved Florida, but weren't actually Florida. Hmm. You know, um, we would tell people like, you know, oh, can I, where can I get this? Can, can I get this when I go down to Florida? I go, no, you better bring this to Florida with you because we're not there yet. So, no, but now we are, and, and right. you know, and, and, and things are great. That's yeah, that's I, that's a, a great approach to places that people visit Florida to go to obviously where your most tour, you know your folks that visit is so that's great so like Canada right because what's that like Canada it was you've, in Canada right that's, you know we right. you know some of our team is in Canada right. and you know um, and and that's and we you know we explored that market because as you know I mean you know especially on the uh, you know on the e- you know between sort of on the east side of Canada uh, Ontario and Quebec you know, they have a massive affinity for Florida. Right, right. And so, you know, we wanted to make sure, you know, we wanted to test it out and see how and see how people reacted. So, and 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 that's where you know, and those are the places where we learned, um, you know, just the little things we needed to do to make sure that we had, you know, we had the right thing coming coming home because. This is a. I mean, this is a competitive place down here. There's lots right. of rum, you know. There's lots of you know, and there's lots of other great spirits, you know. And there's lot, and you know, and and um, we didn't want to. We just want to make sure we were doing the right thing by the rum, right? To make sure that you know we could get it in, you know, get in people's hands, right? And and it it's. Look, all the packaging and so forth, it's got to be good to stand up and to be hold its own. And and, and that's, you know, and, and that is one thing I wish. Now, ABC Liquors, Fine Wine and Spirits or whatever whatever it's called, you're in a, a Florida-based store. You should have a separate section in the, all the stores that have Florida-based spirits and so forth to kind of give a little bit of a proper... You know, recognition to Florida craft, you know, spirits. I, I think our goal, you know, is although we're small and we're new, but we we are telling a Florida story. Right. Our goal is to is to push for that, is to push for the section where where you know where all the Florida based spirits are, um, uh, you know, and especially the rums. You know, um, we kind of you know we we want to. We, you know, we believe in, well, we, you know, we believe in, you know, local. Mm-hmm. We believe in, in, it, you know, all, all boats, you know, uh, all. What is what's the saying? Uh, uh, all tides rise together. All the t- tides rise all boats. <laughs> you know, so if you can create a Florida kind of X, ex, ex, you know, 
exploratory section. You know, and I've I've noticed in some totals there are that like they'll have a little like in the rum section they'll have, you know, um, pillar and mm. they'll have uh, some of the other ones. Right. You know, kind of beside each other, but it's not like the Florida section. It's not called you know, not out. Like right. When you go to Publix and on the right. end of the aisle, there's like a little section of an end cap of like a bunch of Florida stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll check that out. Right. So, and I'd love to be a part of any of that. I mean, I right. think. Uh, uh, what they're doing here at Twisted Tuna is they're doing uh, they, they do that on Monday uh, and tonight actually because we're on a Monday night they do a local like a, a local uh, highlight and you know there's a um, there's a vodka here called Monkey in Paradise okay and so they do and us and they do like you know five dollar off local you know okay. presentation so that's pretty. You know yeah. what? If enough people are kind of doing it, then maybe we'll get somewhere. But, yeah. But we. But that's kind of what we want to do. We. We really are. We believe in Florida rum. We believe in Florida. I mean, look. I mean, you know, kind of a lot of stuff that's happened. You. Know, if you go back and look at the way the U.S. kind of, you know, kind of happened, it all kind of started and came up from Florida. You know, the first cowboys are from Florida. No, I didn't know that. The, the first cowboys were like the cowboy was in Florida before it was they were on any of the Western Plains. <laughs> you know, the first horses came into Florida from the Spanish. You know, the first cows, like, you know, and then they kind of. If there's a lot of you know you kind of you know you you look into sort of the history of Florida and the things it's, that happened down here. It's pretty much the history of America, right? And for being a, a huge a huge state that a lot of folks don't realize, it's you know if you connect if you connect it you know Miami and then the edge of Pensacola, it's another whole part of Gulf of Mexico. It is actually a large state in, in travel wise, and and it's very different too. You know, South Florida, the Central Florida, the North Florida, to the Panhandle, and all sorts of different things. And I didn't even know. I've, I've spent some time up in the Panhandle, and I'm mostly knowledgeable of the Central Florida area, South Florida. But I didn't know. You know, there's even cotton. You know, in in part of you know, sure. you know. But it's, so it's a wide variety of a state that has Palm Beach County. This the county that we're in. We're in is the largest county i think east of the mississippi and it produces so much produce besides just sugar you know whether it's um you know oranges obviously but there's a lot of other products Lettuce. that are let Every, yeah like, yeah like, I'm, I, I'm very good friends with a you know uh you know with a retired um uh, farm a guy in the farming business out in the glades you know and he's you know like they're making lettuce they're making you know oranges obviously cane like mm. sugar cane there's more you know 10% of the world's sugar cane sugar comes from comes from Florida like you know so you know like, so now you know it's uh, so it's exciting like we're excited the reaction you know you know in the short time we've been we've been on the, uh, you know um, distributing here in Florida you know, we're excited. We're excited to bring this to more and more people. You know, right. And uh, you know, the fact that you've given me, you, you that, that, that that you know you that we met in the way that we met. I just think it's it's just 
it's it's just it's great. Yeah. No, I I think sometimes this is where the right things line up and I've talked before about how the one things I do say good things about it as far as Facebook is the algorithms seem to pick up on, you know, obviously rum and I stumble across um you know, whether it's ads or because of, you know, if you like this, you like that. And, you know, I've, I've come across a couple other companies that's very similar in a way. And, um, which and is, me which is too, as well. Like, cause, you know, I, I'm, I'm more aware of, uh, you know, cause I'm, you know, we're active on, on social media. Um, you know, and therefore I get to see all the other spirit companies that are, you know, doing right. their thing. So it's cool. It's, uh, it's a t- you know the spirit spirit game is a you know you gotta have it's you know it's a you, you gotta have something you gotta have a a real you know a passion a lot of money sometimes both you know I th- you know but it's uh you know we're yeah we're pretty proud we're we're proud of the team because we're all rum lovers right. we all we've been in the business we understand you know the, the the things that are going against it but we understand the things that are great about it about all of the producers there's a lot of really great uh, uh, rum producers that aren't get, uh, that are getting kind of lumped into you know these old rum tropes right right you know right we talked about it yeah. you know earlier our, it's, our little pre-show at the bar and sipping yeah. on sipping on the cocktail let's talk about that so one of your uh, one of the one of the signature cocktails that you guys actually have on the website. So, then talk about the the Sonic. Well, we call it the Sonic, and it's uh, you know, um, and it's a it's 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 Knox and Dunn. It's a muddled uh, orange or grapefruit, depending on your taste. They both work amazing. Um, you know, a couple ounces Knox and Dunn, and then you kind of fill the rocks glass glass up with half and half soda water and tonic water. That's where the that's where Sonic comes from you know you know so soda and knocks and done ick tonic sonic there you go and it sounds like a band so we like it like we like music you know we're one of the other great things about being on this podcast is that i love music uh you know as does everybody involved in the in the brand the brand wants to be a part of the music business or you know we want to be we want to be the, the, you know, you know, if if, if you if you've started a band and you're like, you know, making you're making a living with it, you know, we want to be that bottle that's sitting on the amp, you know, that you're drinking, you know, or, or when you're sitting in the writing room trying to figure out what you're gonna play, we want to be part of that growth. So, you know, so you grow into. Um, you know when some of the big guys actually start sponsoring you right you know so that so so the sonic is it's very tasty it's very clean you can um it's uh it's approachable so if you're uh like i like this like if somebody's drinking um you know uh vodka or like they're drinking you know I like to give them that drink because it, it it'll bring them into the into the knocks and done fold. Yeah, without being too as we're talking about too, you know. Yeah, like or, like so it's a the, nice. It was a nice blend. Yeah, the taste profile of knocks and done is is it is, is, is light and oaky and dry. You know, uh, that's that's how I that's how my 
you know, like I, I, my, I don't have as fancy a palate as some of the other tasters that sort of add other uh, in notes into it. But right. it's it's clean and dry. It's got a hint of oak. It can stand up on its own, but it can also mix into a great cocktail. So. Right. Um, I like to drink it on the rocks. In fact, we call it Knox and Dunn on the rocks, like two X's, R-O-X-X. Even I have a T-shirt for that. And um, but also, then I, you know, then I'll put, then I'll make a Sonic, or uh, you know, and that's that's how. It, if you if you go to the Twisted Tuna and, and ask for what the Knox and Gun Knox and excuse me, Knox and Dunn guy drinks, <laughs> they'll pour you that. There you go. So, so here the Jupiter. I don't know. Remember the address, but it's just uh, here in Jupiter. Twisted tuna. There's another twisted tuna, but that's not the one we're talking about. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. It has to be the Jupiter twisted. The Jupiter twisted tuna. US one near Indian Town. Yeah. So the same place. If you if you re- recall last year podcast that was taped here, which was a little bit crazy hectic. Uh, uh, you know when we were first starting out, it's uh, the same location, same scene of the crime. I guess it's just call it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so Chris, going back to uh, you know while you were working at Ray and Nephew, and, and you know what's something that you learned from the years there that you you know you call upon you know what you're doing at Knox and Dunn, you know because that's that's well, I, like you I, mentioned. I it's learned, a, I think you know I think one thing we learned you know it, and it's why we started Knox and Dunn is that you know you have to embrace. You know, new. Um, you have to embrace new ideas in, in order to open minds. You know, and that's you know that's why we're here. I mean, you know, bringing Florida rum to a four, you know, to the, you know, to the, to the, to the four, um, rather than kind of just using it and burying it into a different story that's more, uh, you know, more classic in you know in its approach. Right. Because I think th- those these are the you know because you know these you know all these great rum distilleries and there's lots of them around the world. Um, they have tremendous traditions, um, you know, and sometimes they have they hold on to them too much, and go well they're going to come to us eventually, you know, and, and and you know what they do they will or they might or whatever, but um, you know if you know if you can go you know that so that's the biggest learning it's like do something, you know, and stand for something. Um, that's true you know we want to be transparent and, and true strong and true is our is our mantra mm-hmm. you know live strong live true um, be honest with what you're doing St- strength and character strength and spirit you know 43% or 86 proof is our is our base blend you know um, which we think is we think is the way to go it's got you know and that's why we can create such a flavorful uh, dry spirit that has that has presence both on its own but also into cocktails right so you know we 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 we, we started fresh with with some 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 real pros with lots of lots of expertise and kind of you know we're serious about the product and not as serious about everything else you know and that's the one thing I, that I learned is like you don't hold on to the things that are holding that sometimes can hold you back mm. and I think that's where 
you know these 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 legacy these where you know and again like they're all very successful brands right but they're you know you just watch you know other 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 categories and not even as high quality in the product kind of almost blow by them and I think that's right is if you if you've been cautious about being a very well established and moving off because some of your I'm sure some of the well-established long-time companies don't take that other because it could be seen by those in, in the community or enthusiast or the purists that well they're trying something new what's that you know a little bit crazy but they're probably the ones that would have the best opportunity because they have many years of well they make a yeah, good product right I mean, like, right uh, and experiment a little bit different and you know so i i could see it could be a double-edged sword in that sense well i'll, I'll yeah. give you a good example look at a brand like plant, plant plantation mm. they came out of nowhere and now they're you know because they have a good idea and they're you know and they're you know, and they're doing something a little bit different. They're 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 making these blends from from all these different you know these Caribbean and you know places. Right. Um, you know, they have a lot of money behind them because they're from a from a, a big company. But you know, I, uh, you know, like it's it, it, so so they've looked at things just a little different, and that's what we're doing. You know. Right. I mean. Maybe there'll be a plantation Florida rum soon. (laughs) Well, they. they (laughs) So they. Well, there is actually, um, you know, part of the. uh, You familiar with the the Florida Rum Society? Yes. And uh, and the guys there, Jay, and and, uh, the guys there, you know, they work with companies and and distillers and get barrels that are a Florida Rum Society, you know, barrel. Um, So. But that's uh, yeah. So as you said, the plantation, Florida, right? Yeah, it's. What are the? But the you know the that plantation brand, right? You know that right. big brand. Uh, they're they're relatively new, but those Florida Rum Society guys, they're like I've I've spoken by. There's kind of a funny story. There's a couple at the festival, right? Yeah. Well, the, the, so Jay, the, the, who I reached out to a while back, and we kind of traded emails, and I wanted to get up there and see him, and, and uh, turns out I met his mother and father before I met him, because <laughs> I was doing a taste in Stewart. Okay. And uh, and they said, oh well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, our son is a, you know, he's a big rum blogger. You should, you know, maybe you should get in touch with them. And I said, well, okay, well, what's his name? Or, you know, it's called the Florida Rum Society. Go, well, actually, I sent him a bottle of, a few weeks ago. So, so and 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 that stuff, that stuff's great. Like, I think, yeah. I think, I think it's just, you know, again, like it's it, all these enthusiast groups, whether it's the Florida Rum Society or the whole tiki culture thing or your podcast, like doing its thing to sort of bring rum into, you know. Rum loving, and then also, you know, get the word out there. Get the word out, and we're trying to do our part by creating a spirit that will that will bridge, that will welcome people into the rum into the rum category from from you know from other rums, and even like get them away from some of the blended or some sorry some of the spice rums into the more aged aged expressions, uh, or get people away from vodka or you know. People that are going into spirits. I have some 
some neighbors that are, you know, they're they're kind of in that stage where they're coming from, you know, they've been drinking beer and, and coolers, you know, and now they want to sort of get a little more sophisticated with spirits. Right. And, you know, and I've, I, you know, I've given them Noxodon and it's sort of, they might have skipped over vodka to get, you know what I mean? Like, it's right. just, you know, I mean, there's a reason why vodka is the number one selling spirit in the world. But rum is a big seller too, but it's the rums that, that, that you know, the rums that sell a lot are also, it seems to me, are also the ones that that give some of the other rums maybe the bad name. Right. Not a bad name, I shouldn't say that. Because I should say that, you know, when I, before I started working for Appleton, my thought of rum was like, well, I drank too much of that when I wasn't old enough. And I'm never going to touch it again, you know, which is unfair to the spirit, right? And so, um, and that's more than, you know, that was research when we were like, hey, why wouldn't you, you know, why don't you do this? And and when they learn that that a good rum can be as good as a, any good scotch or whiskey or bourbon, you know, taking the right care, then they start to, but that's a big, that's a big hill to climb you know, so right. we thought we'd start with a whole fresh look at it. So the um, you mentioned a couple of uh, the cocktails and also music. So let's talk a little bit about that. So we're talking about one of, one of the uh, other signature cocktails that you have there is the Florida Mule. So is this and then also you know it'd be a great band name. So would we think would we think that there's a a government mule cover band? That's based in Florida. Well, I don't know if we government <laughs> mule cover band, but we'd certainly play some of their tunes. I mean, we, right. you know, we would roll into that kind of that kind of well, that kind yeah. of jammy, right? You know, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, sort of southern rock, you know, country rockish kind of vibe. I mean, um, Florida Mule is 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 the name of a cover band. If I ever have, if we ever have one. Um, All right, let's start one. All right, so. Chris is on guitar and I'm on drums. There we go. I'm ready. New band to start it tonight. I'm ready to start it. Honestly, like you know, we can start practicing. I have a practice space already, so there we go. You know, I've got I've got a list of ten songs already. Right, there we go. That, We're we, that we just need to learn. All right, and and they run the gamut, um, and uh, but yeah, like we you know we love music. We love all music. You know, um, I was telling you before. You know, I think it's you know as long as it's kind of honestly created and you know you know and you know and everybody's playing the instruments and it's Genu- genuine it's genuine yeah. you know you know and i think that happens in all genres right, right. like whether it's whether it's rap hip hop country you know um rock um you know whatever you know even if it's like you know spoken word poetry right um but but yeah, the Florida Mule is 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 Knox and Dunn ginger beer, some sort of juice. You know, uh, classically it's lemonade. But if you throw in like a peach mango, or, or you know, or you know any sort of like juice, you know that cuts the ginger beer, okay. it's delicious. You know, uh, and um, uh, yeah, like but the music thing is just. You know, like we, I, you know, we we try to get involved. You know, there's we, some bands have like, I've I've reached out to some bands around some of the markets that we've been in. There's a cool band, uh, um, 
I get, now I've forgotten the name, so so I, I won't give it a plug. I'm sorry, dudes. I, 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 for, I you know, it, it, um, but there, there's a there's there's a oh, here it is. It's a cool band. One of the guys that we work with is in called Sandman Sleeps. I know who they are. They're a cool local band. Yep, they're super good. Um, and uh, um, you know, we want to we want to know we want to have you know a kind of a slight finger on what's going on. We're in Guanabanas. Mm. They do, they're a very music forward um, right uh, space. I've been talking to the guys there about one of these days we want to produce like a knocks and done and whatever kind of festival one of our one of our kind of slogans is knocks and done and whatever it, you know if it's even on the it, you know it's even on the back of our label like enjoy it you know straight up you know in, a, in your favorite cocktail or with a splash of whatever it goes with whatever you need it to um and so, you know, one of our sort of lofty dreams is to have like a Vans Warp Tour like festival. Maybe it's called the Knox and Dunn whatever festival. Maybe there's a better name, but it's about it's about bringing people together. You know, um, you know, smashing genres. Right. You know, like you know, and and, and you know, and just for the love of it right and and there there's you know and i've talked a lot about on the podcast with various guests about how you know, obviously with covid last year the lockdowns that there is a, a a circle of life symbiotic relationship between you know the spirits business the restaurants and bars music that if you close down the restaurants the bands don't have a place to play. You don't have place, you know, people to come and consume your spirits. Now, again, yeah, last year we got a, a reprieve from the governor to allow alcohol to be shipped to your house. So, yeah, everybody became alcoholics last year because of COVID. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, there's there's that whole, that relationship. And uh, I might have somebody I want to connect you with um, that has, I think, some other similar ideas about um, sure some some things like that. So yeah, I'm we'll talk. Down. Like, yeah. I, again, like you know the you know I, the one thing that we try and do is you know because we have a we have a pretty we have a pretty good team of people. So we've got like we have good we have good scientists. We have we have good sort of kind of salesforce people and we've got good marketing creativity you know like mm-hmm. we can act like we're a bigger brand than we are and you know and and and, and we try to do that where we can um uh we're launching a merch store soon you know uh, you know uh um, cool. you know where people are it's it's a little it's a little chilly so i don't have my my cool t-shirt open right. but we've got like you know, when we're at events, you know, wearing our gear, people are like, hey, how can I get one of those shirts? You know, and like, well, you know, if you, you know, if you, you know, if you, if you, if you find me, find us in, you know, in the stores, and you send me a note, you know, we'll see what we can do. Right. So, right. And that's the same with the whole band thing. Like, we would love, I would love nothing the more to be uh, have my, you know, I, I, I use air quotes, my sales force. A bunch of real great musicians working hard out in the in the marketplace, you know, promoting, you know, promoting and and, and drinking my brand. I just yeah. think that would just be that would just be amazing. And you know, we're starting to sort of like you know, I had a had a guy, um, 
you know, from a market that I'm, you know, and this is what's great about social media is that a guy reach out to me from like a market we're not even in. He goes, Hey, I just wrote a song about rum, you know, uh, do you want to, do you want to like do some stuff together? I'm like, sure. And we don't even like in uh, most of the stuff that he did, his name's Matt Friedman. Um, no, Matt Freeman. Um, uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's a Nashville recording artist, but but his home is in Pennsylvania, and mm. we can't even, you know, we won't be in Pennsylvania for a long time because you know, they're a control state. It's tough, and you know all that kind of stuff. Right. But you know what? I sent him some rum. I sent him some gear. You know, and 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 whatever. Like it's yeah. just you know because that's what we you know. I'd rather be part of that story, you know. Yeah, and it's and, it, and right, you're building the 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 community, the army, or you know the the folks that will go and keep pushing for, which is which is great. So so we talked about music there. So you, so we're saying that you play a little bit of guitar. Um, you know how how'd you get into playing you know you know guitar? Well, when I was when I was when I was a kid. Well, when I was growing up, my my my. Uh, my parents gave me a guitar for Christmas like, very early in my life. Um, not er- like in my early teens, I think. But it was, you know, it was one of those things where I didn't do anything with it. And then they, you know, and then, and like, you know, the whole lessons thing. And I, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, so it sat for a while until I met a guy. I had a job as a lifeguard. And uh, he was playing guitar, and I'm like, "Hey, I got a guitar. Can you like show me a couple of things?" And then he did, and then I kind of I picked it up and I played it, and I I never played it as, uh, I mean, I got perf- I got good at it, you know, good as a as a as a as a as a campfire singer or a, you know playing busk. Yeah, I used to I traveled Europe and I busked a couple times. Really? Um, I played in a couple bars with another guy. We had this kind of like you know. It wasn't a band. I've never been in a band, just me and a guy, you know. And and and, and he sung and played bongos, and I play guitar. Um, but I always wanted to be in a band, and I just, you know. And so, you know, now all these years later, I've started a, a like a now I've started you know maybe I've started a rum business just so maybe I could be in a band. There you go. <laughs> You know, like uh, you never know. Like it's just, I you know, I love it. I love music. I love creating things. Um, so when when are we gonna see the uh, you know like the uh, I'm drawing a blank now on his name. Good lord. Yeah, the whether it was the Nikki Six or um, why am I drawing a blank on the bass player from uh, Van Halen? Oh my God, Anthony! Anthony, my, yeah, Anthony? yeah, and, you know the 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 Jack Daniels shaped bourbon uh, bass guitar. So when are we going to see a Knox and Dunn? You know, now don't laugh. Bass. We've been we've been messing around with that. Like I, I we weren't we never going to shape it in the Knox and Dunn bottle, but we were going to like I, I've actually I can I created a um, this is oh, so before COVID. I created the uh, I, I wanted to give it out to to bars that played live music. Uh, it was the um, the Knox and Dunn shot guitar. So you know, like the shot skis. You know, like if they have they have snow skis and they put shot glasses on them. Okay. So, so people like drink shots. Right. Okay. So I, I, you know, I designed a guitar like with all the like with a wrap on it with all my logo, and on the back there was shot glasses. So you 
you know, so you and I would have a shot. So there would be one shot there, and there would be, there'd be it could only be two. You know, it wasn't long enough, and I used a kind of a like an acoustic guitar. So I put a shot, like a shot glass on the on the head and a shot glass on the on the on the back of the bottom. So you can like go like that. But. But you could still play it. So you could be playing. Like, so it was all functional still. So you'd be playing your guitar and go, hey, let's have a shot. And, you know. But then COVID started and you're like, you're not going to, you're never going to do that again. I, I have a buddy who probably would be very much down into that, who's very, uh, uh, yeah, who's into uh, some interesting playing of his guitar. And we were telling, I was telling you earlier that we, we've, Played it. Played a show at an original music festival in Daytona Beach, and we played one show. And he had a wireless rig set up, and he was the lead guitar player. And he he likes to slide slide guitar on anything, bottles and and so forth. And he was walking around, found a foldable chair, stopped, picked up the chair, folded it up, and was playing slide guitar with a folding chair. So yeah, maybe I'll have to get uh, Vaughn uh, to, to meet. You. <laughs> Because I, I, we do, we do want to like we yeah. were gonna, you know, we were gonna kind of wrap a guitar or make a yeah. brand of guitar and right. you know give it away to you know, um, but you know then we wanted to sort of you know well maybe the bottle shaped one I mean you never know oh we, yeah we, we, you, you know creative. what I just yeah. think we just want to do you know we're so open to, we're so open to do everything we're so you know we love. You know, we love what Florida rum is can do. We love our brand. You know, we love our story, and we love the people that we're meeting along the way. So right. if we can do stuff, so we can all have fun together. Yeah. Make a little music and make a little. You know, we're in. We're down. Yeah. All right. Well, there's an open mic Wednesday night here in Tequesta. See, I don't. That, that, did I tell you that what I was? One of my plans was again. This was just before COVID. I was so I was. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been playing a guitar regularly. So, I picked ten songs, and I started to learn them all. And and each song was gonna have, uh, um, uh, like a like a reference to a, a another spirit. And then I was gonna replace that line with Knox and Dunn. Like, I'll give you an example. I figured out how to do it, and it sounded okay. Uh, that Eric Church song about Jack Daniels, but I, I change it. I change it to to Knox and Dunn. <laughs> that one was a little, you know. But there was there's some other, you know. There's some other ones. Um, now I forgot. I should have. I didn't realize we we're going to talk about this because I would have remembered. There's an, but and they and they run the gamut like between kind of you know rock songs or I mean mostly they mostly kind of lie between sort of rock and you know and kind of country, country rockish right. kind of stuff. I mean, I did. There was a couple of, you know a couple of rap songs I was going to try and sort of you know because like Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys or something like yeah. that. Like you know, well instead of sipping on gin and juice, right? Sipping on Noxon exactly there you see? go that, see how see how easy that is it. that's right? it we're gonna yeah. open we're gonna open mic yeah so but that was the idea i was gonna yeah. go and do these open mic nights and then you know kind of talk to the bar and go look uh you know people buy knocks and done like you know i'm gonna be mentioning it up on the thing but i never i did practice and practice and i got right. you know i kind of ba- i got back to something where i would actually do it but then yeah. you couldn't go do it yeah and that's again that's the thing with the shutdown last year was really tough with uh, changing things up there so 
So, all right, cool. So, all right. So, as we start winding, wrapping up the uh, the podcast here, Chris. So, there's a segment here. So, as you said, you've you've listened to the podcast. So, this is the part of the uh, you know the questions that you got to first thing that comes to mind. Don't overthink it and so forth. And it's called in four sips or less. Okay. All right. So these are usually yes or no, this or that, or something to that effect, right? Okay. So, all right. So in four sips or less, neat or on ice? On ice. Okay. For me. Yep. Okay. So in four sips or less, if you could start all over again, what would you do differently? <laughs> that's a, well, <laughs> that's a, a long, long answer. Not, I'm not for public consumption. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> In four sips or less, Skinnerd or Almond Brothers? Oh man, I, see, you can't pick either one of those. I, I guess I gotta go with I gotta go with Almond Brothers because they kind of like Skinnerd came from them. I mean, then they're both they're all Florida boys, so I, I gotta go for all of them, right? All right. I know. So some of these questions, yeah, do do kind of uh, can be hard ones for folks that uh, you, you ask them. Uh, I mean, you know, I, mean I don't I, like. Yeah, I, you know what? I guess I got to go with Skinnerd. I mean, I don't know. There's, <laughs> and they just my, and, you know because uh, and I'll tell you a couple of reasons. My wife's favorite song is Freebird, um, uh, and our dog is named Alabama from Sweet Home Alabama so alright well there you go so I think that answers it right but I love Almond Brothers uh, yeah they've got they've. I know it's tough well Skinner just well whatever form of Skinner they just played in Daytona last weekend at the uh, Rockville concert yeah which was an interesting fit of bands you know you know I, I know. saw Skinner play um, a few years ago in Jacksonville no no up in up north okay um, and um ZZ Top opened for them. Oh, wow. And they blew the joint out. In fact, Skinner felt... It didn't feel... Yeah. Because you got ZZ Top, right? Like, they're opening up for Leonard Skinner, and it's actually the same guys that... The original. Put everything down on on the tracks. Right. And then Leonard Skinner came out, and you're like, I don't know. Like, it's great. It sounds like it, but... It's not feel the same, right? Right. All right. So, all right. So, since you you said you play guitar, so I don't know. We'll see. What's your What's your Mount Rushmore guitarists? Well, um, Hendrix. Okay. Um, uh, Clapton. Uh, Eddie Van Halen. And then I'm going to throw a curve for you is Neil Young. Okay. That's... That's Those pretty, are my that's, guys. That's a pretty tight. So yeah, I love Van Halen. Yeah, and a lot and and uh, and it, yeah, I think Hendrix just because you ha- you kind of have to. You just he just gets a spot. Like it was very right, very doing things that nobody had done at the time, and and virtuosus Clapton. He was very much very good trained, and I guess the story of. When Jimi Hendrix blew him off the stage, and you know the story goes or well, whatever. He was but jealous of yeah. Jimi Hendrix, right? I yeah. just heard, I heard a great. I don't know if you listen. I heard a great interview with Paul McCartney, and he talked about all those guys, right? You know, like you know Clapton playing on 
on a Beatles record. The guy's like, "What the? F- what did you need Clapton for?" He goes, "Oh, we were all mates. You know, just, like just want to jam you know, on your we were tune. All, you know, into it." And you're like, "What? That's amazing!" You know, and so, and then he actually told a cool story about Neil Young. How he was talking to Neil Young about a lyric he had in um, in. Uh, one of their more famous songs and it was a bad you know and and and, and uh and um john talked him out he goes that's a sh- shitty lyric like let's change it you know we were just seven that one you're just 17 okay you know you know what i mean like that wasn't the original lyric he told that story to neil young and what did neil young do he went out and played that song with that lyric the only guy that ever sung the, the original, the original version lyric yeah <laughs> i mean i love neil young you know i'm originally from canada you know and, and so uh and, and as is neil and right it's just you know so that's why he's and his guitaring is underrated and especially in his kind of jamming and and you know and right his, you know and, and his his alternate tuning and, and it's like you try and play like I'm not a good guitar player like you know I'm a strummer and a and a singer but you try and play some of the stuff that he's playing when he's like with Crazy Horse and he's jam, jamming away that stuff you can't you, you, you know you, you can't figure that out and I hear here he, he used to with Crazy Horse he used to make everybody change instruments like he'd go okay you know, he's a bass player. You're playing guitar tonight. You're playing like let's switch it up. Yeah. Wow. So for and for his creativity, that's why. That's a yeah. So no, that's that's a, that's a that's a good list. I mean, something some I would have thought definitely, but you know, um, I think yeah, Neil Young was definitely uh, one I wouldn't expect. But you know, I think they all stand. They all stand on their own there. So what's sure. yours? Have you have you said that? I don't know. I haven't heard enough podcasts. This. No, you I, put yours out, have you put yours out there? I have not put mine out there. So. Is that against the rules for me to ask? <laughs> so may, may, maybe when I come on your podcast, maybe next you, day, okay. yeah, that's cool. I'm just <laughs> no. I had uh, I, I don't know. I there's some somebody asked me a question recently. I think actually it was after the the Rum Festival. We we're hanging out, and somebody asked me about best concert that I had ever seen. And it, you know, and I initially said I saw Paul McCartney. Four years ago, down in Miami, uh, floor seats, and again, it was it was a Beatle. It wasn't cheap, but it was one of those. All right, I saw, and he would still put on a good show even at his age, right? But I thought then again afterwards, the concert I really think was one that really blew me away was seeing the Roots play at Sunfest. Oh, I love the roots. And they played solid for I think nearly 2 hours straight, didn't stop, you know, where bands take a break. They talk they just played one song right after the other to continue right on through. And you know, Quest loves Quest loves a great drummer. He's so he's the best. you know, he's so into other things and so forth. So he's such a talent all around, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 so um yeah, I, I I don't know. As as I've you know talked with more drummers and learn a lot more, especially guys that are like jazz influenced or brought up that are you know some of the those old old school guys like a Buddy Rich or Neil Peart. You know, of course they're up there. Um, but well, Charlie Watt too, right? He just right. passed away. Like yep. He's- yep. So there's some of these, and I just I just had shared a, a video or it was a TikTok onto my Instagram. Um, a friend of mine's uh, friend of mine's friend 
and uh, he did this TikTok video of why Ringo, why Ringo is like a superpowers, and and how he could have just played the song like this, but he played it like that, and it totally a very underrated drummer Ringo is, you know. So um, well, even so, Paul admitted that on this same interview that I was listening to because he was a great drummer, but he was also like, you know. The way he explained it is like when they were writing songs, you know, they would want to. It's I wanted to go like this because you know, Paul, like no, I don't know if it, if they all didn't, but nobody read music. Mm-hmm. Like they were like they were going to chart it out for them. And go they just this, played right? what they heard in their head, right? Yeah, and so so he would go. If you go here, get me. Let me let me show you. And he he'd sit down and and we'd go. Well, mate, why don't you just play it? Like, yeah, and that's kind of how they they rolled, you know. And right. So, when you hear all these stories about, wow, you know, Ringo ne- never played on this and this and this, it's kind of BS. Like, he's a he's a great drummer. Like, yeah. You know, didn't he kind of invent that whole backbeat thing? Like, the whole thing, you know, that, that everybody in, uh, you know, Manchester started copying, like, all those years later? Like, isn't that kind of Ringo's deal? Right. So, there was, well, actually, Paul McCartney, during, while he was during the lockdown, I think it was end of last year, he came out with it, where everyone who was probably in a cre- some type of creativity... He did a whole album by himself. He played every instrument, played the drums, and again, it maybe not have been super complicated, but it, he played what he heard and what he felt. It, which is great to your point. If you're a soloist and you can do all your things yourself and very musically talented to do that, right? That's great because you know exactly what you want. Like almost like very much like Prince. People talk about I was just Prince. Say Prince, yeah. right? Probably yep. a, he's a great drummer oh, in his own right. He, yeah, he, he, did, he did it all, and especially the. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, whatever. I guess one I was. should have put Prince in there as a guitar player. Uh, that's like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. See now you you start like <laughs> you know maybe Neil Young was my only curveball. Everything else was pretty like staid and and you know and now that I think about it, I'm like yeah you know maybe yeah. if I were cooler you know I'd have said Prince you know maybe uh, you know I don't know some some other right un, uh, unknown but yet known kind of uh, guitar player right so. But all right, well, well, Chris, I you know in, in closing here. So, what do you want? Here's the uh, the part where you know it's the the promoting part, the the plug. What do you what do you got for people to check out? Well, you know, head over to our Instagram page. You know, I think that's kind of the gate. We have a website; it's a great website. But you, as we know, Instagram is kind of the easy intro to uh, to um, to the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get to all the places from there. You know, if you start following us Instagram, we're starting to do. We're doing. Uh, we're actually doing a promotion right now with one of our. We have a uh, in here in Florida. Uh, you can win some merch uh, if you follow one of the. Uh, we have a. We, you know, um, so just get to Instagram and find the brand. N o x x a n d d u n n. You can't. Unfortunately, you can't use the ampersand. You know, online. So we had to spell out and, but it's Knox and done. Um, you know, if you don't see us in a store, ask for us. We have a, th- a link on our website too, where you can say, "Look, I live here. Here's the store I'm in. Here's the store I go to. You know, and we'll go find that store and we'll try and get our brand in there. That's our kind of grass- grassroots attempt at at kind of getting out there. And um, so, you know, if if you're in Florida, listening here. Those are the ways. But if you're not, if you're listening somewhere else in the U.S., you, there's a couple places that'll ship to you. Um, you know, um, 
you know, if you want to discover the brand and just, you know, give us a try. Look out for us. You know, we'll be here. We'll be tasting as, you know, as much as we can. We're going to, you know, we're just, you know, and if you have an event, you know, please, you know, reach out to us. We want to go to events. So, again, it's, you know, mostly here in Florida. We're in Michigan. So if you have a, if you're listening in Michigan and you have an interesting event, you know, those are the two big states that we're that we have the most presence in. Uh, in retail, mm-hmm. uh, we're in Indiana as well. So if you listen to Indiana and Kentucky in a small way, both of those are in kind of smallish ways. We're just trying them out. We have a small distributor there, so um, just reach out. Uh, you know, I'm usually the one that will answer. So uh, you know, and I'm one of the guys that started this thing up. Um, and uh, you know, give us a shot. We're well priced. We're you know, it's you know, you're not you know. You know, we're a, uh, you know, kind of a $20, you know, entry level spirit price, price in the same place as, as the, as some of the rums that are comparable to us. Uh, but, but, you know, I think we're a little bit, we actually taste, uh, we taste a little older than we actually are just because of our, our expertise in blending mm. and aging. Um, if you're a bourbon lover, uh, you know, and you're drinking things like Bullet and, uh, you know, lighter whiskeys like Basil Hayden, you know, we're $10, $15 cheaper than that. You know, we could become your, you know, one of the things I tell bourbon people is like, we can become your everyday drinker so you can afford the funky stuff that you really want to, you know, like the, you know, like the pappy. And like right, you can yeah. save up for that stuff by saving, save, saving 10 to $15 a bottle. So... I just think that, you know, get over the barriers that you have with rum. Try us first and then move into some of these other great rums um, because there are lots, you know, and we'll be and we'll be coming out with more like this is where we're starting. But we're going to we have some age expressions that we're working on. Um, you know, we have we're having we're looking at a, um, a barrel proof version. Uh, you know, for some more, so you can decide how you cut it, you know. So we're, you you know, we're having fun. We're trying things. We want to be, you know, we want to become a go-to spirit for for rum lovers, but other spirit lovers as well. Yeah, and for and for for twenty dollars, that's yeah, like you said, a great day. Twenty da- bucks da- is, yeah, daily. Is, you know, I, you know, you won't be disappointed for your twenty. Your twenty right. bucks, you'll be happy. I think we should charge more. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. if you want to, if you want to send him more money, then he'll be happy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No. So, all Can't right, do that legally. <laughs> well. Chris, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, again, I'm glad we got a chance to, uh, you know, so going from seeing the product in the store, reaching out to you, you know, talking a little bit in person at the Rum Festival. Um, as you mentioned, it was, it was really good experience, and you know, for brand, you know, for folks to learn more about you, and then to, to tonight to, you know, sit down and do the podcast for, for folks to learn more about Knox and Dunn and the products, and 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 again, we're we're local, so I know we'll definitely be staying in touch and try to do some other stuff too um and i'll put you in contact like i said and we'll talk after uh we wrap up here about that that contact so um so again i'd like to thank chris for coming on the podcast and talking about rums please check out drums and rums podcast and give it a like and follow lots of other great episodes out there follow us on facebook instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel also our website drumsandrums.com 
And thank you all, and have a great night. This is where the backbeats meets the spirits. Oh, wait, before I wrap up, man, I almost forgot something. Here I'm in my spiel, and then I forgot. So, yeah, so, Chris, now that you've made it through, you are now part of the the Drums and Rums alums here. All right. Thanks. So, so you're now part of the, the, the family there. I almost wrapped up the show without even uh, forgetting it there. So on the our logo on the back, I said, I've, those are the only shirt designs I give out to the guests. So, um, and then on the back there, it says our tagline is where the back beats meets the spirits. So nice. that's sweet. Yes. So, and, uh, thank you for the, the shirt you shirt gave me as well too. So, all right. So I guess I'll try that again. So thank you all. This is to have a great night. This is where the backbeats meets their spirits. Thanks, all. Thanks. Bye. If you like what we're doing here at Drums and Rum, we have a Patreon link to help with setting up interviews and creating content that you find entertaining and interesting. Also, if you'd like to sponsor, advertise on the podcast, or if you want to come on as a guest to promote something related to the show, email me at info at drumsandrums.com. Lastly, I want to thank Brad Brock Toon, titled Once Upon a Bottle of Rum, and check out his podcast, Jams and Cocktails. Thanks again for listening, where the backbeats meet the spirits.